Hello and welcome to the Long Haul Trucking with George and Paul podcast. I'm George Aarons, Vice President of the ASE Education Foundation, and I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Paul Sagala. And I'm Paul Sagala, a Mobile Delvac CVL Application Engineer and a member of the Technology and Maintenance Council. Today, our guest is Robert Braswell, the Executive Director of TMC, the Technology and Maintenance Council, part of the American Trucking Association. Robert is a veteran of over 30 years. Robert also has a radio show that he does uh, weekly. And Robert, turn it over to you and kind of tell us a little bit about your radio show first. Well, thank you, George. It's great to be here with you this morning. Uh, Yeah, we've been doing a radio show now for about 16 years on Sirius XM in cooperation with Dave Nemo Entertainment. It's called Tech Talk with TMC. It's on every Tuesday at 10 on channel 146. That's the Road Dog channel. Awesome. And even though we've been having virtual meetings for the last year at TMC, the technician shortage continues to come up. And we know it's a challenge, but also COVID has increased the concern or visibility of this challenge and concern. Let's talk about, from your perspective as the executive director of TMC, how you see fleets trying to address this issue, how the concern has increased because of the uh, need for uh, truck transportation more than ever before. Kind of your thoughts. Yeah, sure. So thanks. Uh, Yeah, we've been surveying our members ever since the start of the COVID pandemic uh, with respect to a whole lot of different issues. And of course, one of the top challenges that comes up every single time has to do with uh, hiring technicians. Uh, When we first started uh, measuring this back, I guess it was in the spring of 2020, uh, some of the top concerns were the sourcing of PPE and uh, parts. Uh, But that pretty much stabilized after the first three or four months. Uh, But all the way through uh, and continuing in a crescendo as the year progressed was the uh, challenge of uh, hiring technicians. And as you know, George, we've been having uh, challenges in getting technicians uh, for the past 20 years. You know, there is a a sea change in the cultural uh, uh, attitudes towards manual labor and trucking in general. And uh, that's one of the reasons we think that, um, you know, it's been difficult to get technicians. In fact, uh, a survey that we did in cooperation with one of our partners, Full Bay, uh, found that uh, 60% of the uh, service providers and fleets surveyed uh, show that uh, having a technician shortage is their biggest problem. It's interesting. And when we talk about this shortage, as you know, I've said many a times, do we have a shortage of applicants or do we have a shortage of qualified applicants? And in a survey we did to TMC members a few years back, we found that nearly 90% said qualified applicants. So part of that issue clearly is that we as industry need to be communicating with education to ensure that education understands our needs, but then also as industry it's important for them to, once they get these individuals, to onboard them into their shop culture or company culture so we don't do is what I call eating them alive. Would you agree? Absolutely. I think one of the biggest challenges is when the, uh, the student technician matriculates into the workplace. Uh, a lot of times uh, their preparation 
doesn't match up with industry expectations. So, you know, you're, you're really a technician trainee. You're going in there to a VOTEC program at a community college or maybe a for-profit institution. You know, you're learning all about how to rebuild engines and stuff you're just not going to be doing once you get into the workplace. And so it sets up a disconnect. And uh, industry is more about diagnostics, preventive maintenance, you know, those kinds of things. It's not necessarily what the students have been taught in the school. And uh, that, is a, that is a big problem. It's very frustrating for the, uh, for the workplace folks because, you know, they need to hit the ground running with their uh, new techs. And if it doesn't happen that way, then there's a real issue. Uh, so I, one of the things that we encourage our members to do is, is you know, if you're not already involved with a uh, school on their advisory board, get involved because it's mainly your fault. If you're not getting what you expect out of the institutions that provide your workforce to you, you need to get involved to make a difference. You wouldn't put up with that on the shop floor with technicians if you're trying to correct uh, behavior or training issues there. Why would you put up with it when it comes to the, uh, the schools that are the farm clubs, so to speak, uh, for your operation. And agree. And <clears throat> Paul and I have had conversations in the past and others that sometimes our fleets <clears throat> overlook an automotive program because they think those kids want to work on cars. But what we found through a survey is that nearly 18% of students taking an automotive program want to work on trucks. The problem is, is their school doesn't offer it, so they take the next best thing. And, you know, we at the ASC Education Foundation are probably influencing around 120 to 130,000 students a year, and a high percentage of them are automotive, which could increase the employment pool for fleets, like you said, if they would just get involved. And, uh, Paul, I got... I, guarantee you're hearing it from your customers also, correct? Oh, absolutely. They're always looking to, you know, get qualified technicians into their shops um, and, and making sure that, uh, you know, they're going to be able to come in every day and, and, and do their jobs. Um, Robert, can you kind of explain uh, how TMC is uh, working uh, with these uh, individual um, uh, locations and, and uh, education facilities? Happy to. Thanks for the question. So what we have at TMC is something called the Professional Technician Development Committee, or PTDC. Uh, they work also in cooperation with another group we have called our Educated Committee. And uh, between the two of them, we try to uh, uh, build bridges, a liaison, if you would, uh, between the uh, individual schools and the uh, fleets and service providers that hire their students into the workforce. And uh, we've been working with groups like, for example, the ASE Education Foundation that's near and dear to George's heart uh, in trying to establish curriculum uh, standards that are more in line with the expectations of industry. We also have uh, efforts underway to establish technician apprenticeship program standards, both at a uh, local, regional, and hopefully national level, so that there's some consistency among these different uh, programs uh, so that when a technician comes into the system, the expectation and the experience is very similar across different industries, vocations, and uh, geographical regions. Now, that's great. Uh, Robert, George and I are both involved with TMC SuperTech and FutureTech, and we know COVID has you know, kind of put a kibosh on it last time. But can you kind of talk about you know, 
the program and and the plans for uh, the upcoming uh, TMC meeting in the fall? Well, that's our national technician skills competitions. We've been doing them for about 16 years now. And as you mentioned, unfortunately, because of COVID, we had to uh, cancel last year's events. But we're back for 2020, at least partially, our national technician skills competition for heavy-duty, medium-duty, and trailer technicians will be happening in a consolidated, abbreviated format. We'll be doing a uh, one-day, 10-station competition at our meeting uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going to be taking place September 12th through the 16th. Very excited about bringing that back to an in-person format uh, after a year off. And uh, ordinarily, of course, we have 78 different workstations spread out over a two-day period. It's a real, real major event. So a little bit scaled down this year for 2021, but uh, we're very happy about bringing it back and looking forward to it. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do the uh, National Student Skills Competition. That's our TMC Future Tech, but we look forward to bringing that back in addition to a a full-blown TMC Super Tech for the uh, commercial vehicle technicians in 2022. Yes, uh, I've I've really enjoyed uh, chairing a uh, station uh, for the last few years. Uh, we've gotten a really good insight and, and it's helped us develop our training programs uh, when we go out to work with our customers and their technicians to bring them up to speed uh, on the latest uh, technologies as far as uh, lubrication uh, for, their, uh, for their fleets and for their needs of the equipment. Paul, you bring up an interesting point and Robert and I and many of us at the PTDC committee have had this conversation for years. These stations not only test technicians and students' uh, uh, skills and ability, but it also allows companies and individuals to learn things firsthand from these competitors of their material, their instructions, their um, their uh, directions, and all of that other stuff. And like you said, you're actually learning from them also and making your products and services better by having these people literally face-to-face in front of you um, do what you ask them to do. And clearly, if a lot of them get it wrong, there may be something that we didn't do correctly. You know, Robert, you agree? I agree with all of that. And in addition to that, it also allows us to expose the technicians to new things that they may not have experienced in their educational uh uh, background. For example, we add new stations like the cybersecurity station to the competition. Uh, this is something that's really, really getting important. Take a look at some of the news headlines lately about the Colonial Pipeline and whatnot. Uh, these same issues are being dealt with fleets every day. And with the advent of things like all over-the-air programming, right, uh, you know, it takes uh, cybersecurity concerns to a new level. So the uh, ability to bring this kind of information to the technicians is a really good way of a, uh, you know, exposing them to new things and also us learning from them. How much do they know already when it comes to cybersecurity issues? That's just one example. There are many others that I could give. Well, and Robert, let's remember Christopher Tate, who won SuperTech years back. He's a transport refrigeration technician and has competed in every year, but each year, Christopher goes back and learns more about different aspects of the industry to increase his skill sets. And then the one year, you know, he won super tech, but he traditionally is in the top 10. So it talks about the commitment level also of the students, I mean, and the professionals 
along with their companies willing to invest in uh, making sure that everybody has the resources they need. There's another important aspect of this, George, and I think it's that we try to raise the professionalism of this career choice. Uh, you know, it's it's unfortunate that a lot of the uh, segments in society look down on the value of manual labor. Uh, there's no doubt about it. We, we have this issue in North America. It's not that way in the rest of the world. Other parts of the world, you know, being a technician is a very valuable, uh, highly regarded and honorable profession. Here, it's like oh, you're, a, you're an economic loser in society. You couldn't do anything better for yourselves. And part of the problem is with parents, part of it's with guidance counselors who are, you know, uh, rewarded for putting kids into four-year programs as opposed to Votech programs. I mean, that's how they get their, uh, their performance reviews. Hey, how did you do? I put a lot of kids into four-year program. Great. Did you put any in Votech? Oh, that's bad. So th- there's a real problem there. So anything we can do to raise the professionalism of this uh, occupation, uh, we're way ahead of the game. And I think we've been doing a pretty good job of that over the past 16 years. So much more work to do, though, in this area. But this is the direction that we needed to do because it was definitely going in the wrong direction 16 years ago, as you guys well know. Yep. And let's segue into the uh, new TMC SuperTech, the game the augmented reality game app that uh, TMC created to uh, introduce our industry to younger folks. Gosh, we're so excited about this program. You know, it started about three years ago when I was attending a uh, science and engineering festival for uh, middle and high school students. Uh, There were all these different industries. It was in the Washington, D.C. area. It's about three-quarters of a million students there. And, uh, you know, they were having their uh, national robotics competitions and all these other different kinds of uh, uh, competitions that happened. They culminate at this science festival uh, at the end of the scholastic year. And, uh, you know, it's the first time for us to be exposed to that. They had every industry you could think of out there where they were uh, trying to attract uh, new talents uh, to their industry. And so many of the other industries are so far ahead of the game as it compared to trucking, truck technicians, and so forth. Uh, I I was just blown away by it. And uh, for example, you know, all these different industries were coming up with these novel ways of making their industry look fun and exciting. Uh, You know, uh, even, even insurance of folks that were saying, you too can be an actuary. And I'm thinking, if you can make being an actuary interesting and exciting, we got a way better story to tell here in trucking. So, uh, you know, I was really impressed. So what were they doing? Many of them were using gamification as a hook to get middle, junior, high school students interested in a particular uh, course of study. And uh, that's what we did. We basically embraced that uh, uh, philosophy wholeheartedly. We partnered with a group called Design Interactive. They're uh, uh, folks that design video games. And uh, we were able to develop a, uh, an app that you can play on your uh, iPhone or your uh, Android device uh, that will take you through the process of signing up as a trainee technician at a, uh, at a Votech school. You uh, graduate, you go into the workforce at a service provider uh, facility, you work on trucks for money, you're in charge of maintaining a fleet of trucks that run through the city of Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, which of course was a major sponsor of ours, uh, in addition to TA Petro. And, uh, and then you get to do things like you know improve your skills, change the skins on your trucks based on the performance that you have and the money that you make playing the game. And of course, all the while, when you're going through these 15 levels in the game, you can eventually end up owning the shop, which is kind of a neat thing. So it shows the progression of where you can go within the industry. And of course, at the beginning of the game, we have uh, buttons you can click where you can reach out to, for example, our partner, the Tech Force Foundation, 
who has a, a you know great uh, website and other uh, social media uh, uh, platforms where they extol the virtues of being a commercial vehicle technician. Uh, lets you know about scholarship programs and the different schools that are out there. It's just a real good win-win situation, not only for us, for industry, but for the kids too, because tactile learners are so discouraged from pursuing their interests. And uh, this is a way kind of, of, you know, leapfrogging over the guidance counselors and the teachers and the parents who may not be fully educated about what today's commercial vehicle career is like in ter- terms of being a technician. Uh, and uh, it's, it's so much different than it used to be. It's more about computer diagnostics and JavaScript than it is, you know, greasing a fifth wheel, for example. That's awesome. And I think in the fall, we can help you get that out to many of the schools that um, feed into our ASE accredited programs. But in closing, uh, I think it's important for our audience to know that the TMC fall meeting is going to be in Cleveland. And if you haven't been to a TMC meeting before, there's so much that goes on. But really, as an industry, we're working collectively to try to solve this issue or at least bring education and industry together to start talking on the same uh, platform. And uh, so if you would just real quickly, the dates again and how they can re- register and learn more about TMC's fall meeting before we let you go. Sure. Our fall meeting is going to be in Cleveland, Ohio, September 12th through the 16th. We're at the Huntington Convention Center right there in downtown. Looking forward to seeing everybody out there. We're going to have a great program, not only for the technicians, but also for fleet managers and all other different folks in the industry uh, in terms of our standards development uh, and our educational offerings. And in addition to that, we have our transportation technology exhibition. It is the premier event. It's Trucking's Complete Technology Trade Show when it comes to uh, Uh, equipment and maintenance. Robert, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to to be with us. Um, Hopefully we have future events and uh, can call on your expertise. Paul, any closing remarks for Robert before we let him go back to his busy day? Nope. Just, uh, you know, thanks for joining us and uh, talking about TMC and the the qualified technician uh, shortage. Remember, if you want to learn more about TMC in the fall meeting, tmc.trucking.org. There's a lot of information already. The calendar is out and there's a lot of events going on. And Cleveland is pretty nice that time of the year. No chance of hurricanes.